welcome, welcome, welcome. Another episode here of Africans Talk Football. Um, a little bittersweet tonight, this episode, because the Prem season has officially ended. This uh this past Sunday was final Sunday, as most of you know. Everyone plays at the same time. There was a lot of drama, actually, a lot of drama. Only because the last the, the bottom three teams were actually in contention when you look at Leeds, Everton, um, and Leicester. They were they were the three teams that actually had to win in order to ensure that they didn't get it out. And even a win didn't ensure anything for some of those teams because of the point difference. But you know, the league's over. It was like I said last week, it's been a long year. We still have some European finals, the first one being tomorrow, which is Europa on Wednesday. So we still have a lot going on. There's still going to be footy throughout the summer. And then, of course, the MLS and the Women's World Cup this summer as well. So there'll still be a lot to talk about. But, you know, the meat and potatoes, the Premier League is is done. La Liga, I believe one more week. Syria, I believe one more week. But... uh. A lot of the big teams are done. A lot of these leagues have already been settled. Now it's just looking for, you know, who's getting their European berth for next year. But today will be a smooth little episode. Um, Kind of what I wanted to do was just grade, you know, our Premier League teams as far as A, B, C, D, F, E for effort, I guess, is what we can give some of these teams. But kind of just go over, you know, the the ups and downs of our season's and kind of give a grade for what we believe that, you know, our teams did and, and some of these other teams. But I do want to start um, again by saying congratulations to Bayern, who won their 10th <laughs> Bundesliga in a row. 11th. Oh, ele- you're right, 11th Bundesliga in a row. Um, I mean, it's just dominance. And honestly, it, it, it's a little sickening because – Dortmund actually had a chance to send Marco Royce probably into retirement with thing he's probably so desperately wanted his whole career. It's kind of crazy that he's never gotten one. But uh, or did he get one? Didn't he? Didn't he? No, no, he he got the one when uh. I was about to say I, I actually had a conversation with about that with someone. I thought he, he was the one, there right when they won back in two thousand. Uh, was that thirteen? <laughs> or was he on? Or was he on Bayern? Nah, I he, think he, he was. Was, never on was he not on Bayern that year? He was never on Bayern, but I I could have swore that they he was there. When or they, I mean, I'm thinking of Lewandowski. Uh, Mike has Marco Royce won a Bundesliga title. Nah, he he wasn't I'm there. Bro, I'm pretty he sure there. He, wasn't. he wasn't there when they won. I swear he was there with Lewandowski. He did, he wasn't there. That's the only club he's played for. When did I win? No, he played for uh, Lucian Gladbach too. But I mean, he's been there forever. Well, let's let's look at his career. Dortmund, twenty twelve till now. So yeah, he should have won one, right? Yeah. Pro, right? <laughs> when did he win it? Oh no, damn! He never, he never won it. He never had. I think he went to Dortmund the year after they won. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Doge Kapotl. They got a Doge Kapotl, though. Yeah, he has a, I think he has a couple, right? 
Champions League runner-up. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, well, then in that case, yeah, they did him dirty. Um, <laughs> yeah, we could have definitely had one, but um, I just think it says a lot about just, again, just like where, where the two teams are at. Bayern, to me, this season have not been that great. Yeah, um, they were the same. They've had moments where they look good. Um, to be honest with you, since Tuchel has come in, they haven't looked all that great. They mm -hmm. looked better under Nagelsmann, I thought. But, yeah, man, it's unfortunate because, I mean, now this is their 11th title in a row. So maybe, well, going forward, I, I don't see how, like, who's going to challenge them because Bellingham is leaving. Uh, now, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> we, we need we need to talk about Halea because he missed the PK and he missed two three chances that were yeah big shout out to him for coming back from what he came back from first One, and foremost yeah but man that penalty fraudulent yeah should have made it should have made it <laughs> but um, not and even and even Bayern there there was a time where they were <laughs> looking like they were gonna let the let the lead slip but you know that yeah. shout out shout out Maul. Oh man, Musiala. Best yeah, young dude. player. How old is he? I think he's probably 19. Best oh, young man. player in the world, I think. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Musiala. Under I, like, 20 years old. Who's under 20? Who's better than Musiala? Under 20. I mean, some some cats will say Pedri, but I haven't seen enough from him. I really <laughs> haven't seen enough from him, bro. Ball? He had a he had a he had a decent World Cup. <laughs> But I haven't seen enough from him for me to be like this guy's for sure. I don't think anyone is better than Jamal. No, nah, I'm all Jamal. different. <laughs> Jude, 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 different Jude, sauce. Jude is up there, bro. Um, <laughs> nah, he doesn't play. Enough. He doesn't play. <laughs> he, he honestly, I actually thought about that. Cornelius, I think last year, the, it was the year before. You, you asked us everyone to like name a player who you think is like the up and coming thing. And I said Ansu Fati. But he, unfortunately, has not been the same since his knee injuries, which sucks. But, yeah, man. But that's the thing. He may go to Wolves. He, he's going to go to Wolves. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, but yeah. that's but that's why I'm always just like, we got to let these, these wonder kids grow a little bit. Like, we've been looking at these cats since they're 15, 16 because of social media and stuff. And then they get to, you know, the first team. And then some of them don't pan out like instantly. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't be an Mbappe. Everybody can't be a Neymar. Everybody can't be, you know, X, Y, and Z. I mean, even look at Odegaard, bro. Like, we knew him as a 16-year-old because Madrid picked him up and he was loan spell after loan spell after loan spell. Never could get in at the first team. You know, he gets his opportunity at Arsenal and look at what he's doing. He's, what, 23? You got to let these kids grow a little bit. Sometimes going on loan is good. Sometimes not getting that first team experience and having to claw your way up from the gutter is a little bit better because it makes you realize, oh, just because everyone said I was special when I was 10 doesn't mean it means the same when I'm up here. I'm 20. You know what I mean? So it's mm -hmm. that's why I've always been like, look, give these kids a little room to grow like every. Salam says this all the time. Injuries are part of the game. You just have to learn how to grow from that. And I feel like we really see your character. We really see who you are. Once you hit your early 20s, you get that that first chance, that first experience to go and make a name for yourself. And I think like 
once these kids get into their own, you know, they're still growing. They're still learning how to be professionals. Like I think Odegaard is a prime example of someone who's really had to work. And trust, we knew his name five, ten, you know, yeah. five, six, seven years ago, but he still had to work his way to the top. And now I think he's at a place in his career where people are finally seeing like, you know, all the fruits of his labor come to fruition for real. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I think shit. I think he's already exceeded expectation. You think so? I think Ooh. so. We're talking about yeah, Odegaard. I think he's excited. He's exceeded his expectations, or at least met it. I I don't think he's by any means underdelivered. So you think he could he could be better or I think he could be. Better. I still think he has another level. Yeah. Even he if has another level. But if this he had, one, he had one good season. Oh, yeah, but I'm I'm just I'm also going out on a limb here and thinking that for, this is what it's going to be from him because he's okay. that type of player. Again, I still think he has another level, and it's not even necessarily just he's like player of the year. No, 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 no. I, bro, again, I still think he has another level. I, I think he can like take over games. Like, I, as far as the technical ability, the IQ, the passing, the, it's all there. But I still think where his next level can be would be like taking over games. Like, man of the man. Like, I, I don't really know how to explain it, but when we saw Hazard first at Chelsea, and I, I know we always go back to him. Everyone knew the talent was there. Everybody knew the ability was there. But it was probably year three, year two or year three, where he started taking over games. Like these nil-nil games, these one-one matches where you were like, dang, we just need somebody to push us over the edge. That's where Odegaard can get to me. I think he could be one of those players that could really, truly be one of them forces on the pitch where it's like, damn, like he, he just won us that game for sure. He's there, bro. He's got the goals. He's got the assists. Everything that's is there. It's just like, that's the next level for me. Like, you I know mean, what you can do as a creator, but the goals too. Like, we talk about like taking over. Yeah. There's some games where he was scoring from outside of the box, just like out, just like it was just casually. Yeah. yeah. Chelsea game. Like, the Chelsea game. Yeah. <laughs> and goal, goals, not just like on the back of a, a 4 0, a 3 0 win. Yeah. But these are goals that are like, Putting the game away, or at least this is the goal that goes in before the goal that inevitably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think. Mean, um, oh, I have an interesting start some so later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep it. But yeah, you just want to get into it. Start with the uh, the bottom three teams. Start grading them, and then kind of yeah, work yeah. our way up the table. Southampton. All right, so <laughs> Southampton, Leeds, and Leicester. We thank you for your service. Um, talk about it. Leads. I, I, I'm curious to see what happens with that Leeds team because there's three Americans on there. So I like I low key want them to be playing at the highest level, and I fully expect Leeds to to be one of those teams that comes back because I don't know if they're going to sell a lot of players. Like I think it comes down to who their manager is, but. I don't know if they sell. I feel like they'll keep the core of their team. Now, Southampton, I think they are going to get blown up. Leicester, James Madison's going to go somewhere. Like they're going to, they're going to lose they're going to lose some players. But Leeds, I feel like we'll see them again within the next year or two. 
but I'm kind of curious to see what they do with that squad. The um, Americans are all gone. <laughs> all gone. I mean, what's his name is going back to Juve. So yeah, McKinney. Yeah, but I think Southampton. It's been a, a long time coming. How they haven't been relegated the last four years? I don't know. I I I thought they should have been gone. But um, Leicester, it's kind of heartbreaking after everything they've done. You know, winning the league, FA Cup, all of that. But I mean, we're gonna. Some teams are gonna get good players for the low low. So, but Leeds, I don't know if they come back soon though. I don't know if they come back soon. Leeds is not coming back for the next like couple of years. Thank you. The championship is getting harder. The championship is getting harder. Like, is these teams? It's these teams are not about to just walk back up. I, I, uh, any of these teams, maybe Leicester, might be the one team that be a little bit easier to come back. But mm. I think Middlesbrough might come up next year. There's there's teams in this Thank championship side. So <laughs> Middlesbrough's going. been teetering. I mean, last two three years they've been in the playoffs. They've been right there. Um, <laughs> Sunderland, Sunderland's coming back too. Sunderland, Sunderland? That's proper. Sunderland's Coming back. That's proper prime. Shut up. There's some of these teams that are yeah, it's not it's not gonna just be blowouts. I mean, Sheffield and Burnley obviously were the top two teams in championship this year, also by far. But if you look at the points under that, everyone's pretty close for the most part. So it's like I don't know. These teams aren't just gonna come back. They're all gonna eat forever for me. I think Leeds deserves to go. I thought they were gonna go down last year. Um they deserve to go down. Southampton. Mike's right. It's been a long time coming. Leicester, you guys just defensively were terrible. I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. 51 goals, 68 scored against. I mean, numbers speak for itself. <laughs> like, what, come on. You didn't even break goals. even. I, I mean, they, they didn't really get anybody, though, to start the season. So, Leicester? Yeah, Leicester. We, they, they got center back. Potsdam Dhaka, didn't they? they no, that was, I think that was like last January or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. What, who is it? They didn't really get anybody. Roman Fies, he was a fraud. He was a fraud. Yep. He's leaving too. He's leaving too, yeah. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of guys are going to leave, but I think Jimmy, Jimmy Vardy stays with them for a little bit. So who do you think out of the teams that were relegated, who is like the best player from the relegated teams? Matters. Prowse. Or Prowse. Mad Madison? I feel yeah, some type Madison, of yeah, 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 yeah. Madison. To be honest with you. As far as ability, yeah. Prowse, nah. I feel some type of way about him. Nah. I, I, he showed his, his true self. What where was he? So so do you want to James say Madison, like, where was he this year? I you, mean you don't just bro, give he, he was the only one though, Carrie. Oh, he you know what no, it is with Madison. Sorry. He get he gets his he gets his annual injury, he comes back mid-season. Oh, he comes back takes, and they're just in relegation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what you going what you gonna do? Nah, I don't you think he's the best one? Madison. Yeah. He's getting picked. I mean, he's I mean the first if we're one talking about young stars, Onana. Onana didn't get relegated. Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, Everton. <laughs> by by the, the hairs of his chinny chin shit. Uh, 
Yeah, he's the top player getting scouted by all the top teams right now. He's the first player getting scouted by all the top teams. Multiple teams have already said that he's they're interested. So I think yes, he's the best one. Then Ward Prowse probably and they even just go down the list. But I would say they're definitely the top two. Yeah, I mean, Lafayette, Lafayette, you can put up there too. Yeah, he's sort of getting picked off by top oh, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeedy, Indeedy could help a, a top sixteen. Absolutely, I'm saying he's a great depth player. Talking about, <laughs> I don't know. You're gonna lie. I don't want to work at DD on my team. I wouldn't want DD on my team. Maybe two years ago, but not anymore. He seems, you know, he he looks like he'll fit the Spurs. You know, yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But um, I mean it. If you get relegated, do we give you an F for your rating? Like I feel yeah, like E forever. Yeah, E forever. <laughs> you try hard, my brother. Thank you for your services and your donation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You funded every. Yeah, I mean, you all can do this. I'll run it. Yo, but Leeds though, look at who they have. All those guys, I don't think will stay. Who? Who? That's what I'm. Harrison is going to stick with them. I don't think he stays. He, he, he signed too, a long contract. Yeah, he's he not. just signed a new contract with them. I don't know what's he, in the contract. Jack Harrison, Jack Harrison, I think Aronson had a um a relegation clause in their, uh, yeah, in their that, contracts. Yeah. I saw so I I don't know exactly what the, the clause is, mm. but they have some type of relegation clause where they can leave. So who you said Harrison and Aronson? I think Harrison and I know Harris, Jack Harrison for sure. I, I think Aronson too. I was about to what's say the other guy, Rodrigo. I, I don't think he stays with them. Yeah. yeah. You know who yeah. should stay with them? Bamford. He should stay. Luke Ayling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Proper, proper championship. Luke Ayling. He gets to go. <laughs> you know, Robert Koch and all the. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, those the... are the guys that came up with. So, yeah. Struich. Yeah. Struich. Struich. Yeah. Struich. All them guys. Melly. Um, Mellier. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's about to get lit up in the chair. Hey, I, I saw <laughs> there were some teams looking at him though to stay up in the prem. Melier, and I don't, I don't, I don't rate Melier, but there were there were there were teams looking at him. I heard United was looking at him for a second. Yeah, someone was telling us he could be a top keeper in the next two years. <laughs> yeah, he could be a top keeper. I was like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. who? Yeah, Melier. 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 <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like Big Nolet. Um, yeah, none of that. But yeah, man, I, E for effort for those three teams. It'll be interesting to see where, you know, what kind of business they do this summer because they're going to have to sell some players and some players are going to go for the low. I'm I'm going to be very surprised to see where James Ward Prowse goes, if he stays or if he, if he leaves. Yeah. Just that, I think. Yeah, that was, uh... But uh, at 17th place, we had Everton. 16th place, we had Nottingham Forest. Those were two teams that were also in the relegation battle for most of the second half of this this Prem season. Um, honestly, I had Everton dropping. Hmm. Salam, shout out, yeah. bro. Salam, I, <laughs> shout out, shout out that snap you sent because I felt the same way. I was like, wow, Ducore saving this <laughs> team. <laughs> You talk about single-handed affecting lives. Yo, he was affecting lives. And it was a it was a banger of a goal too. Like he hit, he got it clean. 
Yeah. You saw he will be crying. Yeah, he knew it. Like, I can't go back. I can't go back. <laughs> yeah. We cannot Yo. go back. Yeah. I'm not no, going to lie. About one of, like, the... I mean, I still I still think Reese Nelson's goal was 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 very crazy. Wow. That, you talk about a moment. That was a, a great moment. But this one probably was to me like the best moment of the Premier League. Like you it's talk, always final Sunday moment. Like that kept them in the in the, that was the goal that kept you in the Premier League. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have gone so bad. Bukure? I didn't even hit on the go, man. I was like, shit. Bukure <laughs> needs a statue. I was like, there's still time for them to tie this game. But, man, that goal was nice. Nah, that goal was crazy. They deserve to stay up after that goal. Like, relegation, it's like a hoodie mellow. Like, relegation battle, Dukure. Why all of a sudden, the past month, he's been like, Ballon d'Or 4. Abdullahi Dukure. All right. He <laughs> said Ballon d'Or. That's funny. That is funny. Do you think they can actually do something with Shondaish next season? <laughs> hey, man. They're going to be in the same. They're going to be in it. The thing is, I don't know. The Prem's getting harder. We said that all year. Yeah. So it's not like Everton used to float around 10 to 12 spot, you know, 10 to 13. You can't be doing that no more. Like, like there are teams that are really just going to come out every week and bat. I mean, like, Nottingham Forest, we talked about it all year. We thought they were gone. I'll give it to Like, time. we yeah. thought they were gone, bro. And somehow this last month, six weeks, they were able to find wins. They were able to gain points, you know, get a point here, get three there. I mean, if you look at their last five games, 1-1 one, one against Palace, they were able to beat – Arsenal, 2-2 against Chelsea, 4-3 against Southampton, another team that was in relegation battle. So, like, their last four matches, out of the possible 12, <laughs> they got eight, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, these teams, they – even when we look at them like they're they're small fish to fry, every week is a new week. Yeah. And so, I don't know about a team like Everton. If they don't make – at least with Nottingham Forest, we saw them spend – is Everton going to go ahead and spend? That's what it's going to come down to now, bro. Yeah, they spend this year. I don't know. I don't think Everton has. I don't know. They don't have the room to spend. I mean, even if you look at their team this year, they're picking up players from teams that got relegated last year. That's what they picked up this year to play for their team. Dwight McNeil, as I got and it's like <laughs> I, if I'm being completely honest, I'll. I'll make a bet right now that Burnley's taking the Premier League next season. The company is the, their yeah. manager. I, I have full confidence that they'll send Shout out Vincent. Yeah, so um, I'm looking at, you know, two. That's one team that's not going to usually, you know, one team that got promoted will get relegated. They're not getting relegated, so a Prem team is going down. <laughs> and it could very well be Everton if they don't spend. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if they even have the infrastructure to do that. Yeah, mercy no, side too. Some of these teams are going to be scary. I mean, Palace too. I fear for Palace. Zaha in the decline as they might leave. Elise might leave. Palace might be one of those teams where it's like, yo, yeah, might. It's going to get scary. <laughs> it's going to get scary <laughs> for some of these teams. Um, I don't know. A lot of I feel like a lot of teams show their true colors this year. On this, like, 
when when the when the table hit kind of like that middle point where I was like, okay, this is the top twelve, and then it's like the bottom eight or the bottom twelve or whatever. These wolves, it's West Ham's, these these palaces. I'm not, I don't even want to put Chelsea in that mix. I'm being completely honest. I'm not gonna put them in there, but these teams are gonna be. They don't spend. They don't spend money because they don't have the money to spend because all the market has now shifted in a direction where these these lower teams don't have that money and they can't get those players. So players that they can't afford if they're not recruiting, like Brighton's recruiting. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 looking dim. I don't think Wolves is going to be here much longer. <laughs> Some of these Palace and Wolves, those are two teams. Hey. I can, I can agree with those two. I feel like those two have been kind of like dangling right at the uh, on a chopping block, bro. Yeah, they they've been you know just flirting around that area for like the last three years. But Brentford without Tony, how is that going to affect them? Because he's not coming back. To, they'll like, be just, they'll be just fine. I think Brentford will be fine. I think they're a mid-table team for sure. And we said I said this last year, bro. Thomas Frank is a decent manager. He's not crazy, but he's a very decent manager. Like he, he's been working with what he's got for the last two years, and they've been just fine. I mean, their team this year was essentially the same team as last year. They didn't make yeah. many changes. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I'm looking at Brentford, kind of like, where, what's the next step for you? I mean, we'll get to them in a mm -hmm. little bit, but I think a team like Brentford, they, they're in a position where if I feel like if Thomas Frank asked for money, he would probably get a little bit because he was able to stay in the Prem two years in a row. I mean, this year they were top 10. So for me, I'm like, if I'm Thomas Frank, I know we don't have our best player for eight months. <laughs> it's like, guy, we, we need to spend. We're going to need to spend. So I don't know. They I feel like... Project. They have yeah. an attractive project. So Yeah, Brentford will be interesting, but they'll be fine. Um. Next couple of teams, we have West Ham and we have Wolves. We talked about them a little bit just now, but hey, shout out West Ham. We, you know, a month, month and a half ago, we were talking about they are in a relegation battle and now they're in a conference league championship, you know, first European championship, I feel like, for that team. um, I thought they were going to have to make a decision whether they were going to have to focus on the Prem or focus on conference league. And somehow they were able to get away with doing both. So that just shows that, you know, West Ham is probably going to be one of those teams that it will be a bottom table team, but they're here to stay. I mean, I feel like every year we're talking about them in the last month, like is, is West Ham going to get relegated or do they want to play football? <laughs> so, you know, Declan Rice was like, look, man, I need my numbers to stay up because I'm trying to go somewhere next year. So we're not getting relegated. Yep. I don't know. I kind of rate West Ham seasons pretty poor. Being honest, I think the money that they spent in an atrocious yeah. season. Um, I mean, going to the conference league final, it's great. I hope you guys win, but if you don't win, still a great achievement. But it's like you're about to lose your best player, no trophies, looking dim. <laughs> One of those teams again that's just, Indeed. I don't know. Um, so I don't know. I think getting to the final is a great achievement for them and their club for sure, but. As amount of like money that they've spent over the past couple windows to be like this bad, I never. I mean, think about it. West Ham last year was what eighth. I mean, they were seventh last year. 
the year before that, they were teetering with the Champions League. Like, you know, for them to kind of go down that soup that low, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of rate the season kind of dumb. I kind of agree. Like, if they lose this final, then it's really, like, not that impressive of a season, if you think about it. Because they blew, they what? Paqueta was their record signing. And he was, you know, I don't know. He wasn't that overwhelming. He was very underwhelming. So I don't um, know. All these guys, injuries. I don't know. Yeah, they, they spent a lot on him for them to be. They did. At least in the bottom half. <laughs> so what would you rate there? So, so let's say they don't win. Conference League Championship. What would you rate their season? Oh, I'll probably give them a... Wow, a B. A B? Oh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A D. I'll probably give them a D, too. Yeah. And then if they <laughs> win it? And if C they minus, win it? C minus if we get a trophy. Yeah, probably C. A C. Yeah. That's fair. D for sure. If they win. You know what? If, if you kind of look I, at it, I, I feel like they put their stocks in the Conference League into the end. I would say, and for that reason, I'd probably have to give them a B. And the only reason why I would give them a B is I'm saying B minus at most. Because, yeah, maybe a B minus. And the only reason actually being, probably like a C plus. <laughs> I'm win, going for a C plus. If they win, mm-hmm. if, if they win, first of all, it's a the first European, yeah, trophy ever in the club history. And that's. Mm-hmm. You can't downplay that, even though it's conference oh, yeah, year for yeah. them. That's yeah. massive, and yeah. you get that automatic Euro- Europa berth. Europa, and I mean, exactly. shit. When I'm, if I'm looking at it from the like objectively, like if we win that, it's like okay, we decided to focus on that. We didn't do as well as we were supposed to in the prem. We still managed to escape relegation and stay in the mm-hmm. prem. So like, yeah. At the end of the day, we won a European trophy, and we're still in the Premier League. So like. I said that's that's, a, that's if that's if yeah, if they, they win. win. Yeah. yeah, if, if they, they win. win. If they lose but, but yeah. I look at the if I look at the season even in whole, like I'm not that's what I'm saying we're, we're, this is recency bias. So looking at the full season, if I look at your full season in total, it's a failure for me. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. Like, why, it I is a failure as a club. I mean, if you win the European trophy, like okay, I wouldn't I mean, maybe I wouldn't be as harsh. But that's, I mean, we have to wait until the seventh. They the seventh. So, but like at the t- at the top of the year, though, where you like West Ham will be a top half team. Do you, yeah, do you think they would be, be top ten? I mean, I, I don't think they'd be a lot higher. Than what they were yeah. relegation. That's fair. Battle, All right, then that's they, fair. They were literally fighting relegation until two weeks ago. Weeks ago. Okay. Like, hey, no, the entire season, asking. they were nineteenth, twentieth. That's like they were bad at times. It's like unrecognizable, like compared to. What we've seen in the past we talk about a team that's been top half of the table the past couple of years with the same manager so for them to just drop off this crazy yeah, yeah look at this season like it's i don't know you were in europa league too. last year you know so um, no i'm listening i'm listening I, I hear you i was just just trying to check where your temperature was at because i agree i i feel like <clears throat> west ham's been a team that i mean we've seen top six top eight for a lot of the last couple of years and yeah maybe that last month they'll drip or they'll they'll drop a little bit but when i also look at the flip side i'm like look the prem's getting harder you guys were in multiple competitions you had injuries throughout the year 
So, yeah, I know it wasn't the season that you guys expected, but to get to a final and to be, you know, healthily above relegation within the last month of the year. Yeah, no, you didn't get what you wanted. But if you get this trophy, I guarantee you people will forget that they're a 13. So I agree. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I I guess it'll come down to next week. We'll we'll see what happens. They did spend hella bread and their team. Should not be as bad as it is, but I don't I'll say this though, I'll give Wolves a solid C plus. Why you do that? Solid C plus. I mean, given what they were given for the beginning of the season, I mean, what they really invest. They got Diego Costa. Shout out my man. He didn't do a thing over there. He's old. Um, yeah. He's old, bro. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, Jimenez is just not the same. Struggling for this Wolves team is once again just struggling for goals, and somehow they got Sarabia. And wow, yeah, yeah. And somehow they're able to to finish thirteenth and get forty one points and score. Hey, bro, 31, this team, this team spent goals. This team spent some money. Wolves, but but for the, I mean, even but even for the money that they spent to to score thirty one goals, that's it on. whole season. Thirty one yeah. goals the entire season. It's oh, the man. worst in the entire league. Thirty-one, yeah. and, and that's what. But, but that's why I'm, look, I'm looking at Wolves. Come out forty and to still come out thirteenth. Thirty-one. Hey, <laughs> you had a yes on the stat wise. You had a bad season, but you were able to grind out games somehow. Somehow mm-hmm. you're able to grind out games. I don't know how. I really yeah. don't know how this team was able to do it. I don't know how they finished 13th, to be honest with you. I don't either. I feel like I all their games were like nil-nil in the first half yeah. of the season. Mm-hmm. They just don't concede. Yeah, they really didn't get that many goals scored on them the first half of the season. Yeah. Because, bro, I'm, I, I, I'm just looking on the FootMob app and looking at their transfers. Like the players, they got $25 million for Nathan Collins, center back from Burnley. $34 million for Gun. Goncalo Guedes from Valencia, center forward. Nunez from Sporting, 52. Sasa from Stuttgart, 19. Like, they, they spent yeah, some money, they, bro. They spent some money for real. <laughs> they, got, they got Mateus Cunha, you know, in the January window, yeah, 52 like mil. Exactly. They got Mario Lamina. They got Sarabia. Like, they spent some bread, bro. Wow. They spent some bread. So, like, what... I mean, I know they didn't get scored on a lot, but the second half of the season when they picking up these players in January, you would expect them to do a little bit better. But I don't know. Hey. I, I think I think you'd be right to say Wolves might be those one of those teams next year where they could have some issues for real. Yeah. Cause I was I remember thinking like, yo, like Wolves and you know, they had a few manager changes this year too. I'm like, yo, Wolves should be better, bro. Yeah. No, I agree with Gabriel though. They they need a striker. That's what they need. They don't have someone who can score, and that's killing them right now. I agree. I agree. So um, we'll just do. Uh, we we don't even really have to talk Chelsea because I'll just start off by saying we had an F. Oh, no, no for effort. Mm. There there was no effort there. It was an F. But the next, I'll, I'll do this as a group. It's a whole London team. So Chelsea in twelfth place. Crystal Palace at 11th place, Fulham at 10th place, Brentford at 9th place. I'll just do that group of four right there. Um, four London teams. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, being one of the resident Chelsea fans, this has been the worst year ever as a fan. Like, honestly, the absolute worst year ever. I remember the year we won the league and then we were 10th place. I was like, we will never do this again. Yeah, <laughs> right? And then the next year we won the league. It, it was so crazy. We went from winning the league to going to 10th place to winning the league. And I was like, that's the Chelsea I know. I never thought we would drop lower than 10th in my entire life. I was like, 10th? 10th is bad, bro. Like, you're, you're barely top half of the table. You just you just escaped by saying we're still top half. Yeah. 10 was so bad, bro. And then I'm looking at this year like, bro, we're going to be 15th probably. I really thought at one point during the year we'd be like 15, 16. Yeah. Because that's where we're at. We were chilling there for a minute. And I like, and me and Mike would talk on the side. And bro, like, this last month, I haven't watched a Chelsea match. There was no need for me to. There was nothing that I needed to watch, you know, for me to say, oh, okay, this week we did great. This week I saw some, there was nothing for me to talk about. And so, yeah, no, like, so, like, bro, like, 13th place, 12th place for me is, it's honestly sickening to my stomach when I look at the table and seeing, where we're at only scored 38 goals this year managed to somehow scrape to 44 points i think we sat at 39 points for like five weeks in a row it, honestly bro like this has been the worst year as a chelsea fan and i know that a lot of fans have some optimism with what's going to go on now that we have potch now that bully is saying he's going to step back a little bit but for me i really got trust issues and you're gonna have to show me some. You, yeah. You're going to have to show me something because I have really no expectations going into this next year for real. And so, it, I mean, I'll let Mike say his little piece too, but for me, this has been a very, very terrible year. To start off with Tuchel, fire him after two months and then go from manager to manager to manager to what's <laughs> going on to let's spend $500 million in January to not getting any better after spending $500 million. Imagine if you were a CEO of a company and you spend $500 million to make your company better. And then they instantly become worse. <laughs> Imagine that. Like, yeah. like, that's what we talk about right now. Like they spent $500 million, bro, in this economy and got worse as a business. Said, this <laughs> like dog, you're going to jail. So, so once they, there's some fraud going on yeah. because it makes no sense. So for me, I'm looking at this year, like, let's just forget it ever happened. And next year we'll start from scratch, but we know we're not starting from scratch. So it's just yeah. like, I don't know. I'll, I'll let Mike say his piece. But for me, this has been really, really, really frustrating year, dog. Katie, yeah, I mean, you. for Brentford, Fulham, and Crystal Palace, just three teams to finish above us. <laughs> We're no longer the kings of, of London. Man, it's, it's... It, is, it is humbling, man. Looking at that table, it's very humbling. But, um, you know, Poch is in. He can't start till July 1st, which is... <laughs> I mean, we're get we're gonna keep. It's gonna take a while for us to come. So pretty much the whole of June is gonna be wasted. Man, them on holiday. Man, them on proper holiday. July in a month. Can he get this together? I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be a long way back, but I'm ready. If we if we can even qualify for Europe next season, I feel like that would be an achievement. Even though I don't see that happen. Um. Europe? I mean, like yeah. Champions League or just Europe? 
Europe in general. <laughs> top seventeen. Top seventeen. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't see that. fighting for top four anymore. Huh? You know, bro. Fighting. I truly don't. I, I truly don't no. see a world where top four should be something that we just think we can go grab again. Grab again, exactly. I agree. It's a whole different, whole different group. This is not Abramovich. So, I mean, this is what they've shown them in the first season. So, I mean, we can't just say, oh, we're going to be back. No. I don't know. No, it's, it's been very, like, yeah, like Mike said, it's been mad humbling, bro. Like, and even I mean, for me, who was still gassing us up until a few months ago, I'm glad Tottenham didn't get Europe because I hate when Tottenham fans talk shit. I'm not going to lie to you that anybody else can talk about my team, but if you're Tottenham and you talk about my team, I will give you the worst because there's nothing that you should be arguing. There's literally nothing for you to say to me. But this year, you know, they, they got the better of us. Luckily, they didn't get in Europe, so they have nothing to talk to me about. Yeah. No cup finals, no nothing. We're in the same place. Just because you're in eighth and we're in 12th, there's really not that much to say as far as the difference, but but yeah, man, and, this is and, uh and I mean I low key don't mind Joel Felix going back because bro, we have way more players than we need. We gotta sort out who needs to stay and who needs to go. We can't just bring in this guy who just scored four goals in 20 games. And then they'll strong arm us into giving them 80 to 100 mil. Nah, <laughs> it's cool. He can he can go. Well, you got rock. I'm fine with him walking. You know, well, if he wants to come back, I've heard rumors that he doesn't plan on coming back. He doesn't plan on staying at Chelsea. He's going to try to get another loan. We'll see what happens. But we we, we need to get guys that want to be there, like guys that actually want to be there. I feel like half of this team does not want to be there. So this summer is going to be huge for us. Guys have to go. We just have to let guys go. And... I don't know, man. This Poch appointment is just—I don't know. I'm just—it don't—it doesn't move me. It doesn't all. move me at all. At but I'm all. like, there could be something here. So let's wait and see. You, you don't. The think- only hope I have, bro, is watching Nkuku, who's not even on our team. Like <laughs> I watched him this past weekend, and I'm like, man, like I love watching it, and I, damn, this is ours. But I know, right? He steps foot in Stamford Bridge. He doesn't know how to score goals anymore. It's like everybody that just gets there forgets how to play. Is Nkuku a striker? He's a striker? Nah, but he likes to play in the 10. But he, he likes, uh, see, he, that, that's your problem. <laughs> exactly. That's, what I'm yeah, saying. that's your problem. He's going to come in and throw him up top. And then he'll forget how to do everything. Yeah, man. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We, we going to need it. <laughs> But um, as far as the other three teams, you know, we could just touch base on them. Palace, again, 11th place. Fulham, 10th place. Brentford, 9th place. Again, man, like I said earlier, shout out Thomas Frank. Second year in the Prem. Again, top table finish. Uh, I believe last year they were either 10 or 11. I would have to look to see where they ended up, but... I mean, I don't know. I I like this Brentford team. I just think they need to spend. I think it's time for the, the, it's been two years. They've seen what the Prem is. They kind of understand how the league works. They're going to need to spend this summer. They're going to need to get someone whose eye catches, you know, the attention of everybody for us to be like, oh, okay. All right, damn. We see where you at. Because we already know 
Liverpool probably is going to spend a little bit. I mean, I know they just spent a lot on Nunez and and Al, um and you know the players they got this past year, but everyone's going to re up. Arsenal is going to re up. Chelsea will probably let a lot of players go, but we will re up on somebody. Newcastle going to re up because they're in Champions League next year. So with these top six, seven teams re up. Even even when you look at Villa, Villa's in Europe. They're going to re-up on somebody. Not sure Man, what Tottenham's going to do, but Europe. you know what I'm saying? So a lot of these teams who we used to call mid-table teams that are now finishing above us, they're going to have to bolster up the rest of their squad to make sure that they stay where they're at. And so when I look at Brentford, the, the one thing I say is, you guys had a great season, but the mighty have fallen. I mean, we've seen Leicester win the league and now they're out of the league. So <laughs> seriously, crazy, bro, like, like football moves quick, bro. It moves super, super quick. quick. So these two years that you were able to, you know, get, you know, go by the wayside and do your thing. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if that same recipe is going to work next year, bro. I really don't. I would love to see it. Like I love Brentford. I, I, I love what they had. I love their small stadium. I love how their fans are annoying as hell. It's hard to play there. I love how they're kind of just that get it from the mud type team. But, you know, if you want to stay up, you're going to have to make some moves. So that's kind of how I feel about them. Palace is going to be interesting. We saw a lot of, you know, we, we saw a lot of movement from them as far as, you know, hiring and firing managers and players being injured. Just like Gabriel said, Zaha kind of on the decline as he gets up in age. Players might be leaving, so... Palace is going to be an interesting team to watch this summer. And same thing with Fulham. I, I think Fulham had a great year in the Prem again, but they're another team. They're, they they were top four, top five for the first half of the year, and then we started to see them slowly just drop down the table. You know, Mitrovic got his ting. He got his ban. He's also up there in age. Will he be able to continue, you know, the same level next year? I don't know. I really don't know. So it's going to come down to – how they move this summer for real. That's how I look at it. But I don't know if you guys had any words for those other three teams. Nah, Crystal Palace, the one thing I have to say is uh, they should just keep uh, the manager they have. What's it, Roy, What's his name? Roy Hudson. Roy Hudson, yeah. I mean, what is the... He's a Palace I, legend. I guess, well, unless he <laughs> wants to go, I guess. But he just seems to figure it out with them. So I feel like they should just keep... Like... Unless he doesn't want to be there, there's no need for them to let him go. This, this is what this is like the second or third time he's done this with Palace Legend. He'll stay. Yeah, so he'll, they'll realize that he needs to go, and then he'll go, and then he'll bring <laughs> someone else in, and then they'll realize he'll need to go. <laughs> and then they'll go back and go get Roy Hudson. Yeah. And Fulham, I'll say that their success, I can see them sustaining this because I think their manager is for real. I really like their manager. I think I think he's a good manager. I think as long as he's there, I think they'll they'll stay in the mix. Who's Marco Silva. Oh, yeah. Oh, tell them <laughs> I don't know. They don't even have a manager. They keep going <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> They keep going back and forth with Nagelsmann. One week, oh, oh, he's changed his mind, something. Oh, the next week, nah, he hasn't. So, I don't know. They're, they're screwed, man. They're screwed. So, we're on Nobody to Spaz. <laughs> Nobody Eighth, 
Eighth place Spurs. Well, hold on. I just want to give ratings. I think okay, Fulham yeah, had, yeah, go I, ahead. I think Crystal Palace had a decent season. I think they kind of underperformed, but to get out from where they were. Mad injuries, too. I mean, as a yeah. gone for most of the year, uh-huh. had some ins and outs. Yeah, I think Fulham, Brentford definitely overachieved this year. So two teams that I think were in that B range for sure. I'd agree with that. Overachieved and definitely. Um, I think this is an important year for the spending as well for them too. I agree in that. But I mean, they're top half of the table, the bigger boys. So the teams that are growing, I think they're in their Aston Villa, you know, Brighton stage where they're trying to grow. So um, yeah, I think they had good seasons. But yeah, we can move to Tottenham. I think they had a terrible season. Um, not yeah. terrible. I won't say terrible, but I would definitely say it's a C minus. Um, between all the drama, all the, I mean, I don't know, just just a lot of poor things, a lot of good things too. I mean, you can't really knock them either. Seventy goals this season. Harry Kane had thirty goals, I believe, this season. Yeah, had a lot of bright points, but a lot of just super, super like the inconsistency is just so bad. It's it's actually unbearable to watch. It's like one week they're they're really playing well, and it's like look they're on top of their game. They can go win four 0 one week, and then go lose seven 0 the next. And it's like, what happened in this week where it's like you can go win five 0 and go lose eight 0 I don't like I don't even know how that. It's yeah, it, it's really un, unexplainable. Um, you really can't explain it. Um, and they need to figure that out. And that's like I think, like Conte has said, that's what the players. I don't think that really comes down to coaching. There's no way that a coach just loses the reign of his team in a week left, and then he just won five nil. The spirit should be high. There's no reason they should go into a match and lose. Outrageous. Yeah, Newcastle peppered them six yeah. one. Yeah, it's, it's you're professional. Some things are just you're, some things are meant to keep professional. Six months not professional, especially a club like that. So yeah, I don't know. They had a pretty C minus season to me. I think, like I said all season, this is the end of Spurs. Like Mike said, they don't even have a manager. What direction do they have? Your best player. You you are in your weakest uh position with your best player. I feel like the seasons before you've had you've had Jose, we've had Conte, you know, you're tied down to a contract, which he is. I mean, if he stays this year, then he'll walk for free the, the following summer. Are you talking about Kane? Yeah. So like you're at your you're at your weakest point in terms of leverage with your best player. He's not gonna stay. You don't have a manager. Your second best player is on the decline. Um son <laughs> is just what it is. And then everywhere else, like where do you look? Like there's there's really no bright spots on that team. Keeper. They need a new keeper for yeah, sure. You need a new keeper, you need a completely new new back line. Um you need a new midfield and you need a new striker. You just need a new team. So like <laughs> I mean, it's serious though. Like, you know, with the, the players on the field and the people managing the team, they don't have – this is the end of Spurs, man. This is the end of Spurs, and all these other teams are ascending. So, like, I think that they're – next year, I think that we're going to have a completely different discussion on um, Spurs. I think Spurs could have a season like West Ham did this year. 
in terms of just completely just just tanking in the in the league. The draft picks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, and the thing about the thing about them, I know we're gonna get to like the our my team later, but there's nothing like I remember when I was talking about Arsenal and like buying players last year. There's no draw. There's nothing that was saying come to Arsenal. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing like that. There's no draw to Spurs right now. Absolutely not. Their best players out the window, out the door. Um, you really don't have any players that guys are like, oh, I want to go play with. Um, don't have a manager, so no one's gonna be like, you don't have Europe. You know, you just have to leak. So you're just going to come in and be like, okay, I might get a little bit of money, but there's no draw there. So, I, yeah, I don't know. Once they lose Kane, I mean, I don't think they'll lose Son, but Hoy Beer against Son and Christian Romero and Hugo Reese aren't going to carry you through. That. They'll, they'll quickly get you to a couple more, you know, six ones, seven ones next year. And... <laughs> Son just signed a new deal too, I believe, this year. He's yeah. for like four years. And like so he, I mean, he's there for sure. But like you said, he's on the decline. There's no manager. There's no Europe. There isn't a big draw to go there right now. And and this is and this is what I've been saying. Like, even for Chelsea to think we could just go and grab a European spot top seven in the league. It's not guaranteed. Nothing is given. Everything is earned. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and this is what I was trying to explain to my Tottenham friends over the last month. I was like, look, you guys are in fifth place. Scraping right now. There's a, there's a hungry Brighton behind you with two or three games in hand at the time. There's a hungry Unai Emery who's in the prem again. And he wants Mm -hmm. to prove that he should stay here. Mm-hmm. There are these hungry Brentford guys that are just scrapping and winning games with or without Tony. There's Liverpool. We haven't even talked about them yet, who they have players coming back off injury and they're winning games. They're winning games. So for a team like Tottenham or a team like Chelsea to just think that top six, top seven is guaranteed, there's no more top 16. We need to get rid of this top 16. It's dead. Yeah. It's either top four or nothing, bro. The, the whole top six thing was just for marketing. It's dead. It's totally dead now. These teams are going to be fighting, fighting, fighting. And if you don't come week in, week out to play, a team like Spurs, where there's not a lot of draw to come and there's really a whole bunch of stuff on the inside that doesn't look like they have it together, Salah might be right. We might see Tottenham drop down to mid-table. We really might. Like it, It's not far-fetched, bro. It's really not far-fetched. Yeah, I mean that bill money. Gone. You're seeing it, yeah. It's, it's, it's gone. Yeah, now, yeah. Where do you guys think Kane will go? Hmm. United or City or Chelsea? He's not coming to Chelsea. Go to um. Is that nah? Yeah, it, I think I think Kane. I think Kane stays in England just because, like Salam said, he wants to get that Premier League yeah. all-time yeah. goal record. You know, record. I could see him going to. I know people. I know people. I don't want to talk about it, but I can see him going to Newcastle. I can see him going to Newcastle. That's, that's on, an interesting one. I I'm just saying, bro. Like Newcastle, high. They don't really have. A, they don't <laughs> really have a nine. 
they don't really have a true true nine. If he goes to Liverpool or if he goes to Newcastle, that's twenty twenty five a year. Yeah, but Isak and Wilson, what are you talking to about? To me, there are two teams. I feel like Isak isn't really a striker. And Callum Wilson, if you're telling Isak me it's be striker. They I mean, just Isak have to is a nine. What are you talking Wil- about? Wilson is just playing so well that Isak has to play there. Play a little yeah. wing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. He's no, played on the wing and he, and he looked great, great doing it. All I'm saying <laughs> is he played he, he looked great doing it this year when he came back from injury. If you can upgrade, I definitely think you are. if you're talking carry Harry Kane or Callum Wilson. I know Colin Wilson just got his first call-ups this year. <laughs> he was riding the bench. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, bro. If they go get Kane, that's another 15, 20 goals a year. Kane's going to come to United. I think that's... Yeah, I think there's two teams. United or Chelsea. That's what I, that's what I think. Chelsea. And I honestly uh, think United will need to go harder and get him. You got to get him. Yeah, You got to get Harry Kane. Yeah, I think um, it's definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's a layup. We just gotta go. Dig. We got, you know, it's there. Yeah, we just gotta go take it. You just gotta push a little harder, you know. Push a little <laughs> hard. Just, just give him the hundred and just call it a day, man. I think that it's like hundred. No, no, no. I, I, I don't think that he's worth a hundred. But I just with Levy, I think that he's gonna <laughs> ask for anywhere between. Realistically, he'll probably ask for like. 85, 85, 90. He's going to try and touch that 100 million mark. But I mean, like, to me, it's just kind of like, shit, bro. Like, I think we could use those 30 goals this season. Mm -hmm. And we could use that leadership. We could use that experience. Um, He is literally like what we need. Uh, He's he's two, he's like one of two pieces that we're really missing. Three pieces. But I, I think the same for Chelsea, but. It's hard for me to see us going after some of these big guys because we just have too many. Right. Yeah. We, we, we right. have too yeah. many. Right. You have people not on your team, <laughs> not even on the team currently right now. You know what I'm saying? Like that, That's what I'm saying. I, we just have too many players that I, I just don't – I don't see us really going in for a Kane or OC. I, I just <laughs> I would, don't see I would love to see you guys' locker room. Like – do you have enough lockers? You know, yeah, like is it... oh, bro, you didn't re- you didn't read them the stories after Potter got sacked. But we had so we had so many players on match day that there were some people changing on the floor. We didn't have enough lockers, bro. Like it was bad, bro. It was bad. Like add on to the uh, what do you call it? the dressing room? To uh, have the new guys that came in January to have this. Yeah. Yeah, so there's some people at Chelsea that are like, yo, we've had to change our floors. We've had to drive coach, commercial. <laughs> like, you know, we've been through some shit here. Uh, you guys are funny, man. Who's next? Um, So we got Villa. We got Brighton. Villa at seventh place. Brighton at sixth place. And then I'll go Liverpool. I'll, I'll just do five, six, seven right there. Brighton, right? Villa, at fifth. give him a, give him a a B plus A minus. I was gonna say Brighton and Villa for me. Good evening. If they if they don't have A seasons or A minus seasons, we gotta give them B plus because yeah, for Villa for for Villa to start where they started, and then you say, you know what, let's go ahead, sack our manager, go get Unai Emery. These last three four months, they've been on fire, bro, on absolute fire. We look at Brighton. Who lost their manager went and got a different guy <laughs> because they 
the streets were saying that Grand Potter was the reason Brighton was so good. And now we see them finishing higher than they've ever finished before in the Prem. So for me, I I straight up, I'm going B plus, A minus. I won't say A for sure, because there's obviously things that they could have done better, but those two teams are are B plus for me. Absolutely. I might, I might have to get Brighton in the head. I might have to get a fill of A minus, but I think I might have to get Brighton in the head, honestly. What more do you want from my team? Yeah, I mean, they got you in Europe. You got to, they picked up a, a 19 year old who just came in and just scored beggars. Just like, it's in It's in CISO. Like, I don't know. Whatever they're doing over there, yeah. They're recruiting, everything is just top tier. Um, they have an A for me, straight up. I mean, shout out Matoma. Um, I think ever since he came off that World Cup, straight baller. I I don't think he's gonna leave Brighton this year, but he's gonna leave in the next two, three years, and he's gonna go to a bigger club for sure. Because that guy's got something special about him. Um, Hisedo, we already know he's probably on his way out. I mean, when you look at these teams, they 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 were here last year. If you look at both Brighton and if you look at Villa, you know, they were both mid-table teams. We saw some bright spots, but <laughs> when I look at Villa specifically, and then I look at what Ollie Watkins was able to do under Unai Emery, I'm like, yo, bro, for a full year, let's see, let's see what he ended with this year. As far as stats, he had 15 goals, six assists. So 21 GA this year. Who's that? Watkins? Ollie yeah. Watkins. And, I, he's had a and, and if we look at it, his 2022 versus his 2023, I guarantee you his 2023, he probably got 10 of them goals, 10 out of them 15, because he was missing sitters in the yeah. beginning of the year. I mean, he was looking weak, bro. And then you get a new manager, he probably instilled a little bit of confidence in him, ended with 21 GA. Ollie Watkins might be 25, bro. So he might be 25 to 28 next year, GA. And if he continues on the trajectory that he's at right now, he's going to be a very, very good player. Like, very, very good player. I think he has – I think we used to see it, too. He had all the makings of a, of a proper striker, but, you know, he's 27 years old. It's not like he's young. He's finally hitting the prime of his career. I feel like – these next couple of years will show that he can maybe lead a team. You know what I'm saying? And now we'll get to see him in Europe as well. So we'll get to see how he fears, you know, because certain players turn up in Europe. Certain players are different in Europe than they are in the league. And if we see that you start to turn up in the league, hopefully you could do the same in Europe. So one of my uh, like shout outs for the seasons was definitely Ollie Watkins because I never really rated him. And I'm still, I still don't rate him, but what I was able to see him do the second half of the year was phenomenal for me. I got to give him a little shout out. I agree. I just I mean, to, oh my, sorry. I'm just going to say uh, Unai Emery at Villa. I, I mean, I don't know what they have going on over there, but it looks like they have it figured out. And these are some of the teams that I'm worried about coming next season. Because if I think about it, they're not just going to just fall off. I mean, it has to take something catastrophic for them to fall off. Villa has it going. I feel like they have it figured out. We'll see what happens. But I I'll give them a solid B-plus for their season. 
Yeah, I just wanted to say I would give Brian an A. I just feel like yeah. on here, even just talking about them, both of you guys named two different players, and it's just like we could go down the list and talk about <laughs> all the players that they have there. So yeah, and the manager, man, Europe. Shout out, and just for that reason, you get an A. Unai Emery and Deserby. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Where do you guys think uh, McAllister's going? I think is he linked to Liverpool? Yeah, but you know Liverpool don't have the money. Yeah, I think Liverpool. Bruh, this is yeah. and this is what I was talking to Mar about over the weekend. Um, again, for those of you, Omar is one of our one of our buddies who's a, a Liverpool fan, and you know he's in our group chat, so we talk often. And Liverpool has the money. But let's not act like they don't have bread. It's just yeah. not. They just no, don't spend as model. often <laughs> as some of these other teams. And I was like, Mara, look at what you did last year. You went and splashed 100 for Nunes. You guys do this once every three, four years. Yeah. But you have the money to go and splash for a player like that. Yeah. So don't act like you guys are brokey broke bros. Like you, you have the money. You're just a little bit more frugal in the way you spend yeah. And when you see teams starting to spend, I'm not necessarily saying that you guys spending habits have to change. I'm just saying there's there's no one that's going to feel sorry for you if you don't spend the money on certain players. Yeah, you're gonna that's just the way the league is right now. Yeah. So for me, so for you to sit here and be like, well, Liverpool doesn't have the money. No, you guys have the bread, bro. You guys no, have the bread. You're just a little bit more frugal in the way you spend it. And so the 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 difference between fifth place for you this year and fourth place was maybe an extra player. Like, you guys went and splashed how much on Arthur? Tell me how many games he played this year. Archer. You know what I mean? Like, first you, ever. you know what I'm saying? And everyone has one of those or two of those. But in a year where you needed that extra player, that extra midfielder specifically, like, we know your midfield's been old, and then you went and spent on Arthur. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say for that. But I think if McAllister goes there, 22, 23-year-old, just won a World Cup, one of these young emerging players in the Prem. That's the midfielder you need. That's the yeah. guy that will actually get you those extra five, six points at the end of the year. You know what I mean? So that's the way I look at it. If McAllister goes to Liverpool, I think they're they're serious again. I think they're serious again. And so yeah. I would love to see him go somewhere else, but they're already linked. It seems like mm-hmm. things are starting to move a little aggressively. If they get him, Liverpool is going to be one of those teams that, again, they finish in the fifth place. So it's not like they finished crazy like Chelsea or, or Tottenham. There's still a team that has Jurgen Klopp, one of the best minds in football. Yeah. Let, let, let's not act like they don't have Klopp. So, so yeah, if McAllister goes there, I think they are a very strong candidate to be top four again. Let me just say that. I think Miss I think they're I think they're in the same spot that they're in right now with McAllister. Fifth place. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> are, are they going to miss Firmino though? I yeah, so. I mean, yeah. I, I low-key think they are, and I've been one of the few people that has been saying, "Hey, move on from him." But I feel like the this team that he's leaving, they could still actually use him. You know, but see what happens. We got we got Nunez, and we don't even use him. He comes off the bench. <laughs> Tell you. All right. So, uh, four top five. We, we, we talk a top four, and we'll, we'll take each of these teams individually. 
Um, we don't have to talk too, too long about either of the teams. I know for Arsenal and United, since we got resident fans in here, we're going to talk a little bit extensively, but Newcastle, Mr. Mr. Hipster FC. Listen, again, I kudos to them and, and props to them. But for me, this is more so of how poor Liverpool have been. Because I thought Liverpool would have accumulated. Kudos to Newcastle. And thanks to Liverpool, now we as the Premier League have a new team that we have to worry about. (laughs) But we were going to worry about them even if they weren't top four. Yeah, but I mean, Champions League, they can. can They're going to go spend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like them making Champions League. Puts all the other teams like Liverpool, Chelsea on notice that there's a new, you know, there's another new guy in town. It's not going to be guaranteed anymore. You have to fight. And I mean, I hate it, but you have to, you have to be happy for them. From where they were, what, two years ago, just came back from relegation, was fighting relegation. Club got sold, uh, got sold. Um, now they're in Champions League. I mean, can't even hate them, even if you want to. So, yeah, I'll I'll give them an A, a solid A, because you said A minus. They were scoring goals. They were defending. They were doing everything, and I hate to see it, but can't. Honestly, I'm probably right. I was going to say, what? Why the minus? Yeah, no, I'm probably right. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I was gonna say that's that's an A for them. Yeah, that's definitely an A. I mean, and my my question for y'all was gonna be when you look around the league and you're seeing Unai Emery, Deserby, Ten Hag, Klopp, Pep, where do we rate Eddie Howe? I, think, I honestly think we're going to see it next season. He's, he's underneath this next season. Well, I mean, obviously he's underneath the guys, but like, Salam, I remember, you know, earlier this season, you were saying that if Newcastle get top four, they might have to get a better manager. Oh, he's a placeholder. I, I fully believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's so, good. He's, he's good, like, for, he's a good manager. He's, he's, he's a good man. I'm not going to disrespect him and say he's not a good manager, but... I think this is just like a sports thing. When you are in a position like Newcastle is, you have to get the best in class, especially when you are <laughs> the richest club in the world. And Eddie Howe is your manager. No, no, no. This is not about whether he's a good manager or not. This is about the richest team in the world getting the best in class. And good for good for these players too, but that some of these players won't be on a Champions League team that you see Yeah, even next season. Like some of these men, like the light skin guy, I like him. Richie, what's his name? <laughs> Murphy. 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 Yeah. And <laughs> like all the men. Yeah, I, I think once they step in Europe, we'll see the uh you know the cracks. Because I mean, you'll be going against top managers, you know, from all around Europe. So we'll see. City winning on Pep. Who do you think they'll get? 
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I want to put a little respect on Eddie Howe's name, bro. He's he's done in the the last two years. He's done great with that. You know, you know, low key, who would be crazy if he went to Newcastle? What if Jose one last dance? (laughs) Just come here. You know what's crazy? I just saw. I just saw. I just saw a tweet today. And it was like, I guess Jose has some press conference ahead of his match, you know, the the Europa League final tomorrow. And I guess somebody asked him about his future at Roma. And it was in quotations, and I'm just paraphrasing here, but he was like, look, my team knows who exactly who I am. They know my ambitions. And privately, we've all discussed. But the only thing I'm looking forward to right now is to give Roma a European championship. That's all I'll say about it. My team knows exactly where my heart is and they know who I am, but that has nothing to do with the final tomorrow. The final tomorrow is the final tomorrow type thing. So on the low, some of these teams might be knocking on Jose's door like, hey, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, brother. Yeah, if you're in Newcastle, you're going to be like, sorry, Jose, we have Eddie Howe. <laughs> no, and that's what I'm saying. Or like, Once I saw that, I'm like, I'm curious to see who's talking to Buddy. Because you, as soon as this final is over, you'll you'll start to see it. You know what I'm saying? So, I know it's not Spurs. Been there, done that. He ain't going back. Nah. So, the one thing. So when I saw that, I was like, bro, if Newcastle gets him, it's a whole different game, bro. Whole different game. And so I, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to put anything in the air because I'd rather have Jose come back to us if Posh don't work out, but. Somebody talking to him. That's all I'm gonna say. Somebody definitely out there talking to him right now. So it'll be interesting to see what happens this summer. It'll be crazy if Newcastle gets a Jose Mourinho. Sad. The league is on watch. The league is a hundred percent on watch. But um, moving up the table, Manchester United sitting at third place. Already with a Carbaral Cup in their trophy case, fighting for another title <laughs> with the uh, the FA Cup against their their cross city rivals, Man City League winners. Talk to me, Salam. Where y'all at? I think as of right now, we're at a B plus. I think um, you know Ten Hag. You got to give credit to Ten Hag. He's dealt with a lot in his first season. First season in the Premier League, had to deal with the Ronaldo issue. Um, you know, got Rashford back into the best form of his life. That ultimately, we needed that, <laughs> and that kind of helped us get top four. Um, dealt with the Mason Greenwood situation. Um, you know, even handled the Harry Maguire situation with the captaincy. You don't really even hear about that anymore. So, like, he's done a lot. And for that, you got to credit the players, too. I mean... You know, from the way that it started to the way it is now, complete 360. Well, it's a lot better. I, I'm not going to say it's complete 360. <laughs> we still have, obviously, our, our struggles. But, yeah, solid B, man. Solid B+. Plus. And, I mean, if we can beat Man City, I would say it would be – I would give us an A for sure. To, if mean, you told me at the beginning of this – well, I said at the beginning of the season when we did predictions, I said top four – and a trophy, I'd be cool. Now, I mean, I mean, what? We have to get two trophies. Yeah, we could get two trophies. If you think about it, we could have squandered Europa League. So that's why, like, 
I'm putting it at a B plus and not an A because at the end of the day, we still show signs of just improvement. Mm-hmm. Lack of. I mean, everybody needs improvement, but yeah, no, I feel you. B plus. So, I, I, yeah. I agree with everything you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If we can be Man City, solid A. Right. I mean, a, a lot of fan bases are dependent on you guys. Yeah, I, 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 my my. We need a lot of fan bases. Well, I mean, we're, we're not I, trying to see this treble. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're not trying to see this treble. Exactly. So, but I mean, it's just one of those things where, like, you know, we 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 can control that situation. <laughs> so we we need to do something about it. And yo, they still need to go beat Inter. So <laughs> it's not a foregone conclusion. Salam is like, I don't know, but <laughs> Salam so saying we're not the only ones that, can, that can, you know. No, I'm just the trouble saying. ain't just on us. Oh. It's enter on the other side too. No, but yeah, what can I say, man? We're we are firmly the I can confidently say we're the third best team in England right now. Fair enough. That's fair enough. I, I really got nothing to say against that. I mean, Ten Hawk, and we've been saying this all year, bro. It's a good manager can turn your team around in no time at all. And that's why I've been talking about it. Like when you look at the top four teams, I mean, I know we have our reservations about Eddie Howe, but even if you look at the top six teams, all very, very good managers. And so seeing what Ten Hag was able to do in one year, it scares me as a Chelsea fan. Like, cause I, I know who Poch is. And I know Poch as the Tottenham manager who wasn't able to win anything. I know he went to PSG and he did his little ting there for a year and a half, but this is the prem. And I know that it comes down to who you have as the captain of the ship and who you have as the men on the ship. And right now, we've always said United has the players, but now you have the captain too. Now you have the guy that knows how to give directions and, and lead a team to success. So I agree with everything you said for real. Moving back up the table, we have second place Arsenal, who has, you know, some may say fell short. Other may say we're ahead of schedule. You know what I'm saying? Um, Arteta's third full season, I believe. Yep. And... I don't know. Personally, I think it was a success. If I were to rate this season, I would give it. Honestly, I would have said A minus B plus because. Yeah, they got knocked out of Europa probably a little prematurely. But that just gave them a little bit more edge to focus on the league. And I know they fell short. But if you look at where Arsenal has been the last decade compared to now let i mean we could do two years three years four years but if you look at the last decade and what they've had to overcome since arson wenger him leaving them appointing arteta arteta you know beating frank in his first year to get the fa cup against chelsea and then going through his ups and downs this has been a solid season for them so i'm curious to see what gabriel says but i would give it a b plus a minus and the only reason i would do that is because Towards the end of the of the year, we just saw the drop off, and I know you're going to say Saliba got hurt, which was one of the big big moments of the season. But at the end of the day, champions find a way to win, and that's what City did. And unfortunately, that's what Arsenal wasn't able to do. But 
kind of like what Salam said earlier, last year you guys missed out on top four by final Sunday. This year you guys missed out on the league by three draws. I mean, call it what it is. We're just, I, I'm going to say those three draws. So great season, and now you know exactly what it is. You have to have a little bit of heartbreak to know what the success feels like. And so for them, I know they're looking at this year like, damn, bro, like we really were that close. But now your players know, and every single experience that you have just makes you a more mature player, makes you a more serious player. And again, we talk about this all the time. The core of your team is like 22, 23, 24. So most of your players are just now hitting that stride. And for them to have those experiences, I think next year you guys are going to go and, and be crazy again. I think you guys will be crazy again. That's personally coming from me. No cap. Like, I think because of the, like this hurt that you guys feel next year, you guys are going to be like, man, we already know what it takes. Let's just go ahead and do it type thing. But I, I'm curious to see what you would grade your year. Um, I'll give it a B. I guess I'm more harsh on my team. Um, great achievements, but I still think over the course of the season, I think we disrespected certain tournaments. I think we still disrespected FA Cup. I think we disrespected Europa League. Um, and just understand putting things and putting your heart into one competition, but don't put all your eggs in one basket. I still think that our, the January window didn't set us up for success throughout the, the rest of the season. Um. Yeah, but I mean, all in all, I think the season was still a success. B B plus for me. I don't really want to give it an A minus. Um. Yeah, no, no A minuses for me. But I think B B plus. I think we had some amazing performances for our players. Um, my top four all gave me ten plus goals in the league. My front four, I should say. So, I mean, we broke a lot of records. A lot of team records that were standing since the Invincibles or tied them. So, I mean, big, big season, good success. But, um, yeah, I still feel like a BB plus for me. I still think that um, crucial decisions were – I think wrong decisions were made in crucial times that led to our demise. I'll say. But – Something to yeah. put upon. So yeah, I agree with B plus. I mean, they, they were the standard for the whole season, really. If you think about it, everybody was looking at them. I mean, from fifth to first and second, you, you can't ask for more than that. You know, they're still young. You would have loved to see them get it done, but they, they just couldn't do it. And to me, I'm it it just I felt like this was the year for them to do it. I don't know if they could run it back. I, I just don't know. Because the league is just weird. Liverpool got close, and then they couldn't do it, and then they were able to do it the following year after that. So, I don't know. But I think B-plus is a fair rating for Arsenal. Their season this year. They're going to need a big summer. so Because if, if they don't add some big guys. I don't know. Everybody would have re-upped and then you'd have been, you'd stay the same. And I don't see them doing nothing this summer. I feel like they're gonna thing. do a lot of work this summer. I'll tell you so one thing right now. If we don't get rice or Kaiseido, we're not gonna be for him the next year, I'll say right now. 
Nope. Yeah. They, they gotta bring in somebody big. You said or 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 and oh, it has to be one of them. If we don't bring in honestly, I don't think I don't think we bring in two players with that caliber, we're not gonna compete. We have to. Yeah, I mean I what did, what did DJ Kai said? I like what Drake like. I like what <laughs> Man City like. That's exactly what I need. Yeah. That's that's the standard as you see. So exactly what they have, that's what I need. And if we want to compete with them, we need two players that can go. We need two players like that. They have a Gundogan. You know, we might sign Gundogan apparently, but um, they have De Bruyne, they have Rodri, they have Bernardo Silva, they have Gre I want the same things. I trust I have Gabriel, I have Martelli, I have Saka, cool, give me another winger too. Give me two, three more midfielders and give me another right back and left back. Give me another center. Spend. Give me, give me a whole another seven players. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm tired of some of these players too. Partey, go cash in or Partey. I'm fine with that. Xhaka, go cash in. Some of these players, go cash in. I'm, I'm really fine with it. I'm, yeah, Xhaka's already gone. I'm, I'm completely okay. You did your job. I can't, I, but you certain players you just can't rely on anymore. And certain players just need to leave. We need the money. We need the sales of players um, to spend the money that we need to spend to compete in the Champions League. So you want to compete in the Champions League? I'm sorry, this team is not Champions League ready. To compete? No. To play in there, for sure. You already got there. But to compete for one? You're not even know. So you're not getting on the round, round 16. So... It's I think we'll get out the group stage. We're gonna get blessed with a nice pot, I think. But round of sixteen, this team is middle of the season. Come on, we already saw what happened with injuries. We need players. We need backups. We need. We need. We're not even backups. We need first team players. Simple as that. And we need them for the low too. So it matters. Come on, cheap. Blavia, cheap starter matters. For starter. You. I mean, it if we get matters, it depends. If we get Rice and Caicedo, if we get Rice and Caicedo, no. Where, where is he going to start? We have no place. Well, I, I don't think he does. If I we get do. Rice and Caicedo, no. If we get, if we, if we get, um, if we only get Rice, then I think he will. If we get him, he could start. He will, but he could. But are you but saying he, who doesn't Rice, start? We need players. James Madison. Oh, Madison. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. I just, I, all I care about is the summer. I mean, either both of those players or one of those players, Rice and Caicedo, and then I need another five players, honestly, spread out between a couple of different versions, all first team. We don't do that. We're not competing in anything. Simple. It's crazy how, it's crazy how for me, the course of 12 months can change your perspective on everything. I mean, if we look back, Gabriel was Arteta out for a good portion of last season to where he started to come around. And now if you look at the energy, it's, look, we need to spend. We're here. This is what we need if we need to get there. Last year, he wasn't even thinking about this. And now he's like, this is what we need if we want to compete. I like what City likes. I like what Drake's. I like nice things. I like silverware. I like shiny things too. Like I feel them because when I look at Chelsea, like last year, I'm like, look. If you look at where Chelsea started this year, we still had Thomas Tuchel. This the previous season, 
we were in two cup finals, lost both of them to Liverpool. And I'm like, dang, if we can be in two cup finals, we can we can run it back. Yeah. And now we're at a whole different position, bro. Our Champions League was two years ago. So it doesn't hold that much weight no more. We're we're no longer the the previous champions. We're looking on the outside of everything right now. We're on the outside looking in. We're just window shopping at this point. That's what it felt like this year was. We were just window shopping, spending as much money as we can, and all of our fits were still ugly. That's what this year was for me. And so now when I listen to Gabriel, I'm just like, this is this is how quickly football moves. Yeah. And I, I agree with him. That's why I said B plus A minus for me, because bro, Arsenal could have done a, a, a mad thing and it ended up not being that way, which it, it is what it is. But you have to give them at least a B plus to see how consistent they are. Now when Gabriel looks at his team, it's no more, oh, I hope or I wish or I think it's this is what we need to do. Because if we don't do this, we won't maintain the same level. And that's how things are. And and I feel like Arsenal is really right there on the brink. Like, they're right on the brink. Right there on the brink. And I guess we could talk about City unless you guys have more to talk about Arsenal. But you got you said Arsenal was the standard. City is always the standard. Even when they go and they don't have a great September or October or November they can always, like Gabriel says, go and win 15 in a row and not even think twice about it. And again, Pep and City just showed why they are who they are and why they've been so dominant this past decade because at some point they just flip a switch and it's like they're going to beat everybody. Like you don't even think twice. Like I mean, even if you look at this last Champions League match, going into the second leg, they it was 1-1. And then... Bernardo Silva turns up you know what I mean like any given match anybody can turn up Gundogan can turn up Grealish hasn't even had the best year but he's been way more consistent they still have Haaland they still have Kevin De Bruyne they have Kyle Walker who can lock down almost anyone on the planet you know what I mean they they have players where you know you're going to go into a battle and it's like City has been the blueprint for years now even when they recycle players out, they got a Julian Alvarez. He doesn't even start for them and he's still bagging goals in Europe, bro. So it's like, when you look at that squad, it's, it's phenomenal to see what Pep's done. But at this point, I'm just over it. I want to see somebody take them out. Like I, I'm done with Pep. I'm seriously done with Pep. That That's how, you know, we, you guys can talk about city. You can talk about Arsenal, but personally I'm done with Pep. I want to see him knocked off his high horse. I, I forgot what, I think it was before they played the last Arsenal match, maybe the the last match. In his press conference, he was laughing. And I'm like, bro, you're still down on the table. You're laughing when they bring up Arsenal, who's ahead of you right now. That's how I know you don't care because you know at the end of the day your team's going to win. And I'm tired of that arrogance. And I want to see City knock down a pick. But it's tough to – it's cool to say that, but we need teams to re-up because they have a solid 20. They could. They they have a solid twenty, bro. They have Rico Lewis, my boy NLE Chopper, who can come in for a, you know a swing of five <laughs> six games and look lights out, then never see the pitch again. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it it's annoying. It it's very annoying. very annoying. But for me, it's always been the blueprint, and that's why you have to respect City. You have to respect Pep, and you have to respect those players, bro. Like. We're seeing world-class players like Mares get not a lot of time. 
but you know Amarez can always come off the bench. <laughs> it's like that's just how their team is now. So I don't know. It's going to be very, very interesting. But, you know, again, once again, hats off to Pep, hats off to City. Hopefully United can take care of them in the FA Cup and hopefully Inter can take care of them in Champions League. But it's just all wishful thinking at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I give them an A. I mean, three finals out of what? Four possible finals? Uh, the Premier League is not a final, I guess. But, I mean, still impressive season once again. Um, This is what? The third back-to-back-to-back? No, this is their second one. Their second, third in a row, three in a row. Um, I don't know, man. The the league has to come together and fight against these guys, right? I mean, Adam, they Holland, can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> yeah, oh, they won't. They won't. Don't worry. And Holland, I mean, I don't even know who they need this summer, but I hope Gundogan leaves and Bernardo Silva leaves. But I feel like it won't even matter for. Them. There's not really much to say about City, man. I hate that just, team. Yeah, you just you, you can't say. I'm over it. it. I've been over it. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. I mean, they have the best coach, the the best finisher, striker in the game, and um, you know, <laughs> when Erling Holland signed for Man City last summer, I said we're fucked. I mean, that, that, that was it. That was yeah, it. Man. Here we are, twelve months later. So, yep. Let's get to these um, start sub cells. All right, go ahead. All right. Very center mid driven today. I have three. Yeah. Okay. Tony Cruz. Uh huh. Clarence Seedorf, Andrea Pirlo. So all in their primes, I'm assuming. Oh, this is a tough one. Yeah. Um, Cruz, Seedorf, Pirlo. Start, sub, sell. Start, start, Seedorf. Sub, Pirlo, sell, Cruz. I think I would start Seedorf. Bench Cruz and sell Pirlo, but that's just because I I value like athletic guys more than like <laughs> like Pirlo. Pirlo is staying in the same, you know, like ten foot radius <laughs> the whole the whole game. <laughs> but he's gonna be in the middle of the pitch. You know, he's not moving far from that circle. But you know, Cruz. Box to box, Seedorf, technically gifted, athletically gifted, could score goals from wherever as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I really I re- I rate Cruz very highly. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm definitely starting Cruz. I'm benching Seedorf, and then I'll probably sell uh Perlo. Man, you're definitely starting Cruz over Seedorf. I'm sorry. I, I just love Cruz's game. I've, I've, you know, I've wanted him at Chelsea since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I love Cruz's game, so I'll probably start him. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably start Seedorf. I would definitely start Seedorf. I'd bench Pirlo and I would sell Cruz. Because I feel like there's no point in having Seedorf and Cruz. And Cruz. 
They do the same thing, and Seedorf does it better for me. Wow, that was a good one. This one's a little dicey, <laughs> but it'll work. Um, I don't know which one's better, to be honest with you, but I... Okay, I'll go with this one instead. Okay. Cesc Fabregas. <laughs> Yaya Ture. Uh -oh. David Silva. Sorry, Yaya Ture. Um, so David Silva and Cesc Fabregas. Damn, I, I, damn, Gabriel, of course, is a Cesc Fabregas. <laughs> I knew Fabregas was gonna get done dirty by you guys. You guys don't value Fabregas. No, because I'm I'm still starting Yaya. Yeah, Yaya is definitely started. Um, but between David Silva and Cess, I, I just saw what Cess did for us, man. bro. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I know what he did for me. I watched it for <laughs> yeah, like what uh, he did for me, brother. Like, but I know Silver. Silver was oh man, I, he was one of those guys you wish you had on your team. Um, I gotta go. Uh, what's his name? Seth Fabregas. Same, Mike. Sell David Silver. I, I'm doing the same, bro. I I can't not shout out my yeah. boy, <laughs> bro. I, when we got and the crazy thing is, we got him for the low. Yeah. We got him for because I think he went to Barcelona. Like he went from Arsenal to Barcelona, and then Barcelona it was like their down year. Like, he was only there for like two, three years. Yeah, and it was right before they started winning everything. He wanted to go so, back to Arsenal. Yeah, and and I don't know. I don't even remember because back in the day, I, I think I was in high school when we got him, either senior year or like my first year in college. So I wasn't paying attention to the financials and all that. Like I don't know what I know now. I just knew who we got, and I'm like, oh, he's still a player. And I think that, like, niggas forgot how good he was. <laughs> and I'm like, yo. When we got him for low, I was like, there's got to be something wrong with him. Like, Dude. <laughs> yeah, I was. I thought he was hurt or something. He passed physical, everything went smooth. I'm like, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of hurt, um, no, no, no me, I, I would start to, I, I would actually start Silva. Bench Toure, I'm cutting Fabregas. Silva to wow. me, Silva so, 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 so to me is the best player on on that team. On on that, even though Toure it hurts. Toure is obviously, you know, African star football. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah, for real. But, Bro, Yaya Toure is probably like when it comes down to, he's probably a top five favorite player for my for me. I'm not gonna lie to you. He's definitely my as as player. a former as a yeah. former center mid, if you're telling me I could have been six two with his ability, all time center mid, yeah. he top ten. No, just top five personal favorite players. Oh, um, you're saying if he's all time ever, bro? He's over. I mean, I'm willing to put him up there with some of the greats. I don't think he's five. He's probably okay, like hold on, that. Hold on, he's, hold on, hold on. Like put trophies seven. aside and just straight ability. Okay, hold yeah, on, hold on. Tony Cruz, Seedorf, or Yaya Toure. That I like that one better. I'm going to African Soft Football TV. We got to sell Cruz. Start Yaya Toure, sub Seedorf, sell Cruz. 
<laughs> yeah. Yo, y'all doing him dirty. Wow. Bro, I'm oh, telling you, bro, man. when it comes down to Yaya Torres, he was so smooth, box to box. Yeah. I'm I telling can't... you, like, I, I used to be sorry he wasn't on my teams. Yeah. Sick he wasn't on my teams, bro. The Tony Cruz. Bro, I'm... don't matter to me. I love Yaya Torres, man. But it I don't matter to me. Yo, Sedorf. Sedorf. <laughs> yeah. It really don't even matter to me. I don't. I hear what you're saying. I'd have to go Sedorf, and then I'm probably benching Toure. You know what I'm saying? But but it's, so Cruz is getting sold either way. Yeah, we gotta. Yeah, get, but, but, bro. but but it's because Cruz and Sedorf are similar to me. But but yeah, I'll sit this one out. There's no way. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Mike said I I can't do nobody dirty. And the crazy thing for me is I saw Sadov as an older, like, like his older years. So I like I would have to go back and watch highlights for his younger years. But even seeing him in that France World Cup, bro, I'm like, this cat, hmm. different. Yeah, he he was different. He was good. The last one is like proper Premier League, you know. Uh, so strap on your, you know. <laughs> Best set, uh, probably yeah, amongst the best center mids in the Premier League of all time. In Angola Conte, Patrick Vieira, Steven Gerrard. Oh, this is easy. Oh damn! <laughs> Mike, Mike is so disrespectful to Gerrard. It's so disrespectful to Gerrard. What's the thing? What's the three? What's the three? Steven Gerrard, Angola Conte, Patrick Vieira. Start Starting Vieira. Vieira. Bench Conte, sell Gerard quick. Wow. Yeah. Too Same, easy. man. Same. The, the I mean, only Vieira's thing... Well. Oh, damn. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Froze. Oh, Mike froze. Mike hit you with the deep thought. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. Nah. Vieira, Vieira is starting for sure. Vieira is the best one for sure. I just didn't know how high to put the, the ranking because, like, Vieira. Oh, no, man. I mean, I was luckily old enough. You know, again, I was born in 95. So, like, by the time I was able to actually, like, realize who players were, I was, you know, around eight, nine years old. So I saw them. The 02 World Cup, but that 06 World Cup, 2010, like those are the ones that I remember as a kid, kid. And I, I mean, that that 06 French team, bro, For even sure. the 02 team, but the 06, 02 French teams, that's why Thierry Henry is my favorite player of all time, because I was seeing him do things that I like I hadn't seen ever, bro. And to have Vieira as the center mid popping the balls up to TT up top with Zidane right there. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. It was so crazy. Like, literally the silliest team I probably like them and Brazil. I wish it was them in the finals every year because you just want to see Clash of the Titans. But just just remember, you've never seen anything like Conte. Yeah, no, I did. I've seen him all the time. Because he was on my team. No, yeah, but I'm just saying, like you, you've never seen someone do what Ngolo Kante does. So Ngolo Ngolo Kante had 
the craziest motor. Like him healthy, he's running 10 miles a game and he's winning the ball back no matter where the ball is at. He's just like a little hound. But when it comes to like technical ability, that's where he was lacking. And and trust me, I loved him for what he was. But when I look at my team, as far as Chelsea, when we got him, we had so many technical players. We needed an Angolo Conte to do the dirty work. Because he did all that dirty work, everybody else was able to shine. Because if we didn't have the possession as much as we did when he was on our team, we wouldn't we wouldn't have been the same squad. So that's why when I even if you look at the Everton or the Leicester squad he was on, when they won the league, he wasn't doing anything crazy, but he was winning the ball back in the middle third, winning the ball back on transition. He was getting it to the next best player. He was finding Jamie Vardy. He was fine. So for me, I'm just like, bro, like we need a player like this. And that's why we all rate him so high because of what he's able to do for your squad and how he can influence everybody else. Because, you know, you might lose it in the middle, but you're getting that ball back within the next 30 seconds, the next 40 seconds, and you're still able to transition while the other team thinks they're on a break. No, we're going to win the ball back, and now we're on a break. So, and Golo Conte is invaluable for a team. If you have a player like that, a lot of his accolades won't be as high as some of these other players, but when you look at, like, what he was able to do for that squad, that's why he's, that, that's why he's won the Prem with two different teams, bro. Literally, yeah. literally, like as far as technical ability, he he wasn't all the way there. But as far as his his ability and what he was able to do, I haven't seen a player since Conte do that. Seriously, bro. Well, I mean, yeah. Trust. I was watching him week in week out. I've not seen a player since Conte do what he was able to do. Which is why I would take him. I've seen someone do what Vieira has done. I feel you. I feel you. Good stuff. That was a solid one. I like the cruise tour. Yeah, that was a good one. But um, um, yeah, I mean, I guess end of the year shout outs. We can just each do one and then get out of here. I mean, they could be, yeah, I mean, I guess of the year. I guess, I don't know. Uh, it's been a long year. Um. I mean, aside from like Ten Hag, obviously, I I don't know. I'd probably have to say Deserby and Unai Emery. Big shouts out to them. They need big pay bumps. <laughs> Deserby is definitely up there for me. Um, I mean, honestly, bro, I know we don't like this squad, but Bernardo Silva to me this year turned up a different level i didn't know he had yeah. i didn't know i didn't know he was going to be like this like i always i always thought that he was kind of like the next i don't want to say next let me, let me rephrase this i always thought he had a very similar game to david silva mm. but i didn't think he was going to be like this yeah he's like I don't know. I, I rate him very, very highly, bro. I really do. And, like, I I don't like City like that, but I really rate Bernardo Silva. Shout out to the twerkers in the league, uh, Charleston, Udrick, <laughs> um, <laughs> Agent, 
Sancho, shout out to the twerkers, man. <laughs> um, Sancho. Why bang, Sancho? bang. Sancho twerked this year, bro. Come on. I feel yeah. like he came back. Since he came back, he was he was decent. Recency bias. He twerked. Look at the stats, bro. Um, hey, Gabriel, you can only go up when you're down. He he improved. Yeah, but just because you went this up is second year down doesn't mean that your up is is very high either. Just because you raise a little bit, you can still be your stock can go down fifty dollars. You only raise five dollars doesn't mean your stock is now booming again. Your stock is still okay. okay. I've been a one since day one. You niggas, yeah. boo boo. What about what about I'm someone like, like what about someone like Rashford? Rashford was hot all year and then tapered off. So like, what do we say about that? He had a, so had a decent year. year. He had a decent year. What do you have GA-wise? 25 plus GA, 30 plus GA this year? Right, GA. But I'm just saying, like... So then what are we talking about twerking? I mean, you guys not, finished third with a trophy. Look at Rashford's numbers. Rashford, I think Rashford... I think it was just that came out. Rashford, Mudrick, and Charleston totaled five PL goals. All three of them combined. That is disgraceful. I'm sorry. Twerkers. Oh, you said so. Richarlison, Sancho, and Mudrick. Mudrick. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um. So I just want to shout them out. Want to call it a spade a spade. Um. Shout out to Arsenal, Arteta. Shout out to Hog. Shout out to Zerbi. Shout out Eddie Howe. Shout out to Ryan Ember. Yeah, I think I think this is the year of the managers for real. I think this year showed. What a good manager could do for your squad. Seriously. If there yeah. if there was one, if I could leave with like a like a like a leaving note, I would think that mine would be this 2022-23 season was the year of the manager in the Prem. Those are the top five, six teams. Managers are crazy, bro. And it's gonna show and we'll see it next year. Top eight teams, bro. Yeah. But agreed. But yeah, man, good episode, good season. Um, definitely. Uh, hey, wait, wait! Before you do a little leave note, predictions for these. Uh, y'all in the final predictions? Oh yeah, well, of course. Cornelius, um, United City, uh, FA Cup final. Um, you know it's it's a final. But it's uh, no one wants to face Man City, especially with, with the form that they're in now. But um, I think it's ninety minutes, <laughs> and in those ninety minutes, uh, I think it's saying We'll be able to get. We'll, we'll get the result. Straight, I'm confident. We'll get the win. We'll lift the FA Cup trophy. <laughs> Martial is out, so looks like Weghorst or. Mar- uh, Rashford will be leading the line. Hopefully, it's Rashford. But yeah, man, I think um, I think we'll get the job done. FA Cup champions, and we'll stop the trouble. Um, I hate both. I hate both of you teams playing. Honestly, two two million United. Yeah, I I, I don't want City to win. I was gonna say two one, um, because we know De Gea will get scored on, but. What about this uh, Europa League? We got Sevilla versus Roma tomorrow. Roma 1-0. I agree. Yeah, I want to say Roma, man. I want Jose to get one, but Sevilla has never lost in the Europa League final. Uh, wow, have they not? 
Yeah, so that's that that and for that reason only, I'm gonna side with Sevilla. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's crazy, actually. It's a stat. Yeah. Unai's won how many with them? Two or three? Unai's won two with Sevilla, right? Okay. Yeah, three. But um yeah, it'll be a good one. And then the well, I don't know if we'll be back for a, a Champions League final one, but we could just do a Champions League final prediction. I mean, barring no injury, I think that this should be simply a walkthrough. Or, <laughs> sorry, yeah, City 4 0, 5 0 is going to be a spanking. Five. I just hope it's not like that. You know, 5 0 in the Champions League final, I hope it's just not like. How often do we get a good final? We get a good final once every like three, four years. It's going to be disgusting. I mean the last. You don't think the last final was good? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Every three to four years, we get a good final. Yeah. I mean, the Chelsea one. What? I, sorry, I know I'm speaking from bias, but the that Chelsea one. one was a one nil banger for me. I I would say. Banger. It wasn't even a banger. Banger. <laughs> um, it wasn't a. I mean, it was a decent match to watch. I watched it with you. It wasn't a banger. <laughs> Hey, it wasn't a bag. I was I was on edge the whole time, so <laughs> I can only give you the the after effect. Yeah, but yeah, all right, I guess. Yeah, let's hope it's not a blowout for real. I don't know. I I don't have a lot of faith in Inter, but I think if everybody shows up to play, it could be exciting. They Inter is a fun team to watch. They did come back two one, in the Copa Italia. That means anything, but I mean. I don't know. It'll be and tough. We know, Pep, we know Pep sometimes overthinks things, so let's hope he overthinks. Yeah. I just, I just like, there's no famous last year. There's just no way that they don't win the Champions League this year. Like, it, if it doesn't happen this year, then it's never going to happen. And I, and I really hope that two weeks from now, we'll look at this clip and be like, wow. Lukaku, Marcelo Martinez, Edin Dzeko just lifted the Champions League. And not Holland, Gundogan, and Pat De Bruyne. Bruyne and Silva and Grealish. Yeah. John Stones. <laughs> yeah, man. I uh, appreciate everyone for tuning in uh, today and just all season. Really appreciate you guys. So, um, Absolutely. Good luck to you and your future endeavors.